we're live. Ready? I think we're live. All right, welcome to the highway. Appreciate you guys joining us. This is, uh, boy, we're pretty deep into the first season, mm -hmm. if we're being honest. We're probably 10, 12, 14, 20 episodes deep oh, somewhere okay. by now. Yeah, I think you lost I'm just, I'm there. spitballing here. Oh, um, but we're pretty deep on this uh, this journey, the first first season. I think it's going well. How do you think it's going? It's going good. Yeah, every time, every time is a different journey. Everything, every time presents a new thing. A new oh. challenge, maybe. A new challenge, oh, yeah. She's maybe full of words. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. She's just killing it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, things are going good. Uh, looking at the reviews or not reviews. I guess it'd be views, so we can monitor the views. Which I don't know. Can anybody else see the views, or is that just us? I don't can know. You, but can you see the views? Can you see the views when you log in? No, I'm not admin, so okay. I don't think I can. Okay. So the views are looking pretty good, a lot better than I originally thought, to be honest with you, which is kind of motivating. Uh, but Smee's here. Smee's doing well. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Doing good. Uh, anything new with you? No. Not uh, really. No? No. Okay. All right. Bird, finally uh, glad to have you back. Glad to be back. You've died several times yeah. on uh, the episodes where we've had guests, and yeah. you're alive and well on this one. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, nothing's really happened to me. You guys just kind of keep killing me off for no reason. Mm -hmm. We still need to talk about that. Yeah, I guess if that's if that's something that's happened in my life, lots of bird <laughs> bird RIPs. killings. Yeah, yeah, you guys just but like everybody like believes it's possible, so that's the thing. Well, it checks out, but we're doing like the real like one hundred and one Walmart version of like trying to create spins. Like, yeah, did he die? Maybe he did. Just one of the oh, awkward times is oh, when like hey. He actually did die. We yeah, to, we to kill you off again. He, yeah, he got ran over by a backhoe. Like the he's, Grey's Anatomy yeah. or like soap opera vibes. Right. So yeah. you guys are just checking all the boxes. Yeah, absolutely, keeping everybody on their toes. Yeah, but nothing's really happening for me on this. Same old same. Yeah, just working and been working out though. Right. Went to went to the, <laughs> went to the gym today. Looking bro, looking swole. Looking swole. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been trying to get back into it. Kind of lost my. Yeah, you took it what. Well, the whole back Couple, problem kind of threw well, yeah. me for a loop, That's and then right. got me out of my little routine, and then I just never got back into it, and then finally I got back into it. So yeah. I'm not hitting it as hard as I should be, but um, I'm at least getting there. Well, the back injury kind of... Yeah, it kind of makes me a little nervous, because that was a long, stressful period of my life, trying right. to you know, go to work. You experimented a lot, you know. Yeah, that's, that was the... That, right. Yeah. That's, that's actually what got this whole thing started, is you taking... Kratom. Kratom and stuff for your back. Yeah. So maybe we just injure your back and get another couple episodes. Just break my back. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So really, uh, nothing's to do with me other than I wanted to talk about my guts real quick. Mm. Yeah. Um, people are dying to hear Yeah, people, well. I'm sure. So in front of me, I have a, a glass of Maker's. Um, just off screen here is a bottle of, what is it, Halfway Gone? of yeah. Pepto-Bismol mm -hmm. that I've just been drinking like crazy because my guts are just not right. Yeah, but it's not, not stopping you at all. Well, it's your second glass of Maker's. So. Well, slow down. And yeah, the official term for my guts is not right guts. Not right guts. Yeah, so you just there's nothing you can do about it except drink Pepto and whiskey and just hope for the best. And how does that differ from tag? Well, tag is totally different. So tender-ass gut is a natural thing, which is what you have. Mm -hmm. I have... Uh, what did I say it was? Shit. Uh... Ain't right gut. Ain't right, right gut. gut. Yeah. yeah. So I have ain't right gut, which is really something messed up. Arg, also known yeah. as arg. Ain't right gut. Yeah. So anyway, hoping my arg goes away pretty quick because I can't even eat like a protein bar without just feeling like I've got a 
run to the bathroom. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So let's get down to the point of while we're here. I'm uh, excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. My boy looking at me, looking big. I'm glad I'm not oh, in a room. I'm not in a room <laughs> with this guy. Um, so we do have a guest here. And this is the first time other than Trom, who's not necessarily a guest, but that we've had Bird and a guest. Yeah. I'm excited and I'm glad to be alive for this one. Yeah. Yeah. You're back. I want to see, I want to see how you interact. In fact, I think I'm just going to walk out and let you run this. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and take a break. Take five. All right. We'll run it. All right. So we have uh, a homie of mine. We've, we've kept in touch via social media, talked on the phone a few times. Um, uh, kind of have the same mindset. I think when it comes to copying, um, things that we believe in, things that we believe are important. And I don't know, probably a couple months ago, I'd asked if he was interested on the pot, maybe more than that, like, right off the bat or something and he said yeah so we're finally getting him on here i'm excited for it and are we going full name or just first name let's go full name oh shoot okay okay all right i'm gonna go mr castro what's up brother oh no is he froze no just another day in paradise man trying to live the dream trying to live the dream so yeah it looks like are are you sitting in your is that pov i'm sitting I'm sitting in the car. We over here playing some pickleball earlier. So I got the wife and kid and the friends out. They're out playing out. I told them, I got a date going on. So I got to be off the road for a minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just basically just, yeah, I told the family to go, yeah, go get busy. I've done that. Priorities, I mean, man. Priorities. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. All right. So here, again, again we kind of talked a little bit earlier about kind of how the agenda is going to go and um, real quick. I just kind of want to, want you to introduce your, introduce yourself. Kind of how long you've been doing what you're doing, um, you know, maybe why you wanted to be on the potty and kind of what we're going to talk about. And we'll just kind of kind of go from there, brother. All right. Yeah, guys, my name is Greg Castro. I've been doing the popo work for going on just, just a little bit past seven years now. Um, got a late jump in it when I was 39. Prior to that, I was in the repossession business. business. So I was a professional thief uh, for 16 years. Oh, nice. Um, so I was always I've always wanted to get in the law enforcement side of it. You know, like every kid want to go kick doors down and do the good work. But, um, you know, self-employment kind of got me in the way. And I was like, well, let's try that. Had a kid realize that self-employment and no retirement and all that good stuff is an issue. So my wife told me, said, go do what you want to do. And ran two jobs with the newborn baby and 11 months in the academy. Here I am. Wow. I'm out kicking doors, having fun. So. so out of everything you could have went and done, you chose top work. Man, you know what? Honestly, this is the, this is the best job in the world. I love that, man. Um, I, I had a limousine business when I was younger. Um, right after that, I got in the repossession business. I've met a lot of people, saw some crazy things, did some pretty sketchy things uh, for the almighty dollar bill. And this 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 career for it I'm in, it, I, I wish I'd have gotten it sooner, but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, that little shield, that shield we carry on our chest, that's a that's a heavy badge. And it comes with a lot of priorities and a lot of responsibility with it. And I think the time I get in, I was just mature enough to find my big, big boy job to do what we do. So, you know, it all work, worked out for a reason. Um, I'm here and I'm having fun and there's no stopping me now. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Big, yeah. Late start. 39, man. That's um, yeah, that's not young. Right. We're going to play around. That's not that's not young. So it's also tough, probably. No, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's got to be tough. Yeah. I, well, I got in the, the military kind of late you know everybody gets out of high school and they end up going in the military right fresh fresh out of high school and i ended up spending a couple years in college um 
and it was kind of a difficult time because you're more mature than your for me it was I was more mature than everybody else but I was getting treated like I wasn't and so it was kind of a, a little battle of um back and forth of just kind of being a big brother trying to figure things out and making sure everything goes smoothly so I I can kind of feel with that a couple things, Greg, that you mentioned. Um, so I like that you said, first off, you seem like one of those guys that has always done like a little bit of everything, limousine business, yeah. um, you know, repossess. I, I, there's like, he, you're that guy. Like he's always he's done a little yeah. bit of everything. Right? <laughs> so I do like that you said, um, you know, uh, you know, 39 is kind of when you matured and um, that's probably the best time for you to get in the, in the cop work. Um, so my kind of thought on this is some of the best coppers, have um i don't want to say questionable life experience but we've we were little hooligans at some point if that kind of makes sense right mm -hmm. which kind of allows us to think like hooligans which kind of allows yeah. us to be decent coppers Shmi's looking at me here probably like don't don't say too much here <laughs> but no i mean i'm with say you it all. i mean i'm with you because like uh you know i didn't do anything horrible uh but i definitely got into some mischief and I think that's helped me out. What are you want me to like say? She's like, what do we do to admit these things? So no, I'm, not, what you, I'm just listening to your story. Yeah, yeah. So would I guess my my question is kind of off of that is, would you agree? And and then how has your past life experience again? Because you got in the game pretty late. How has that kind of helped you or hurt you um, after you became a copper initially? Oh man, this thing they call de-escalation techniques. I was doing that in my early twenties. You know, I, I've repossessed, I'm down here in Texas, uh, near San, outside San Antonio. Um, and my company, we handled all of South Texas down Laredo, all the way down to the border. I've been as far as Seattle, Washington to get a car. Um, and I get a name, an address and a vehicle, make a modern license plate number. And I go to work and I don't know where this, if it's going to be in the rich neighborhood, bad neighborhood and the hood, the projects we go. Um, I've been surrounded by some banditos. I've been surrounded by, so we have a gang out here, East Side Terrace Gangsters. I've had AK-47 put at me from pretty much point blank range. I've had a shotgun put to my head out in the country. Um, and I've gotten every single one of those cars except for the East Side Terrace Gangster car. And I went back the next day to go get it. And he told me that night, you come back in my hood, I'm going to shoot you. I showed back up there at three in the morning the next night. I'm going to yeah. get my car. Um, every single other car I got, and I, they put the gun down. I got a handshake and I got the keys of their car. So coming on this business of it, um, talking people down and getting people in that let's think about things, I'm, I'm able to do that easier than the next guy. You know, in my, in my interview, they asked me what sets me apart from everybody else. And I told them, I said, honestly, I don't mean to sound to brag or anything, but I've gone places that all five of y'all wouldn't go with your guns and radios, myself, no gun. Wow. And I've taken care of business. And they're like, Who, who's this? And they're like, that's the repo guy. I forgot about him. I don't take it, you know, I can, I can tell when somebody's going to jump. I can tell when somebody's ready to, that they're all just mouth and they're going to talk it out. And I can tell when, yeah, this, we're going to, we're going to probably put this guy down. You know, and I, my mindset, I'm 10 steps ahead of everybody else on my team. And I just wish that everybody had a site to get in for the repo side. Cause you really have to read the person doing mm -hmm. what I did, you know, for 16 years. Um, I can see an eye in the, the twitch in the eye that this is where we're going. And I can tell by their foot, the stance of what they're doing or, you know, same stuff that we learned in the cop world. I learned it 16 years prior to even, you know, getting in this world of it. So it's made a lot easier for me. 
um, especially going hands-on with somebody. Granted, 16 years in repossessions, I only had one fist fight. Um, law enforcement, it seems like I'm fighting once a month. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, but and the guys on my on my on my patrol side, they're they're hesitant. They want to go for that secondary weapon. It's like, why? Use your hands. You know, first, let's just evaluate what we have for person to person. And if we understand what that person's gonna do just without just by talking to them, we don't need to get ready for that. You know, I'm I'm already got 10 questions ahead of them. I'm already four moves in the fight before they even start jumping on me, just by the way they're standing. Wow. Um sometimes it works in my favor, sometimes it doesn't, but I'm a big bump. My experience has put me through a lot and I'm going to trust my experience, what I've been through, you know, so it's hasn't failed me yet. Um, will the day come? I don't know, but I'm ready for it. If it does, it is what sure. it is. You know, that's why we, that's why we do this business. You know, it's a what if factor. What if this happens? What if it happens? I don't know. It's good. I'm going to work and do it. That's right. So, I like yeah, that. It's definitely helped me out. It's definitely helped me out in the end overall. Um, I think I'm much wiser, um, even with the age, but with the experience I had prior to law enforcement. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I love the uh, the really the positive side because I really wasn't thinking about how that kind of translates over to the cop work, right? Mm -hmm. The de-escalation thing, because, you know, a lot of people also think de-escalation, uh, you know, you're being a pansy or whatever. Right. And yeah, uh, you know, that's the wrong mindset because I don't want to fight anybody. Right. I don't think you want to go out there and fight anybody. So if we can de-escalate, why, why wouldn't we? Right. Um, so I'm not yeah. scared of that word like a lot of guys are. Now, there's a time where de-escalation is not an option and i think that's something that um people need to understand is yeah we try to but there's also a time where we don't do that uh, okay so those were the exactly. positives those were the positive things about your uh late start and your experience are there some negatives so and i'm just going to take a wild guess when you came on i'm going to say your fto was younger than you yeah many many years younger than me <laughs> okay that's that's what i thought so how was that relationship it was phenomenal um they've been they've blessed him to wear those shoes um i have to trust in the agency that he's going to teach me the right way and this is my first time behind the wheel so teach me how to do it no by no means am i just because i'm older than you i know more i don't know nothing about the academy they told me when i got in the academy whatever you learn academy forget day one and i did i was like buddy i'm you're i'm yours so what yeah. do you want me to do how you want me to do it let's do it so, um, and that's what I guess in the end that I was just an open sponge, ready to take everything the end that he gave me. And I had four different FTOs. Um, each one had a different mindset and different way they handled things. I put it the way I do all my training. I get everybody's thoughts, ideas. I put it in a blender and I push wit. And this is what I got. You know, they're they're there. They're filling that role for a reason. Um, I trusted them for it, and they they did me pretty pretty solid. So, uh, um. I didn't have an issue with that versus some guys that, you know, come in, they're older and they're like, this young guy's going to teach me what? And like, that's the wrong mindset, buddy. That's, that's the wrong one. You're, even if you've had the career field for years, this is your new home. You know, you're in a sense, you're, it's your home, but you're still kind of a guest until you get out of that field process. So just sure. go with the process. You know, I think a lot of people, especially in this industry that we're doing, um, we're the alpha type, right? Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to bow down to somebody. no. Get over that, man. It is what it is. Um, after you get off, you do the way you want and see which one goes better if you want yeah. to play that card, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm anything I learn, anything I do, even if I know how to do it, somebody's going to teach me something else. I'm I'm an open book. Let's do it. Teach me something I don't know, please. Right. You know, I and like I, that. I think people need to have more of that mindset and learn a lot more from each other versus uh, I've been doing this for 50 years. They're going to teach me nothing new. Well, yeah, because you're already shut down on me, man. Like, give me a chance. 
you know? I'll give you one of mine. So uh, when I was a city oh. copper, um, I'd been on the road for three years. So three years total experience, right? And a guy retired out of Colorado after like 30 some years and moved to my city, or there's a city that I worked for and wanted to be and got hired on by us. And they assigned me to be his FTO. So I have three years total experience. FTO on a dude that had 30, I think it was 33, 35, somewhere around there, 35 years. So having been on the opposite side of what you're saying, um, you know, that can be, it's it's really neat that you came in with that mindset because he did too. And I went, oh God, here, this guy's going to be, you know, full of himself. He's going to go, this idiot ain't going to teach me anything. And he's, he thought, you know, here's the deal. You're good at, which my thing was drunks. He's like, you're really good at that. Um, you know, maybe I can teach you some other things here, but teach me how you do this. Right. So I've been on the opposite side of that where you're the young guy and that that's going to be rather intimidating. So I'm sure that he, uh, he or she, I really appreciated that. So, um, okay. So any negatives though, let's go back to any negatives coming in at this late. As far as coming this late. Yeah. Um, yeah. Retirement. I'm not retiring until I'm 68. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that sucks. I got guys that retire twice or it's like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> So can you go to 68 where you work? Yeah, they're, they're, we don't have, I think they're pushing up in age. I, I'll be, I'm 46 now, 18 more years, probably about 68 or so when I, before I retire. The mama Man. said I got to do 25 to 30, which I don't mind. Um, I try to take care of my body in a sense where I can last that long, but the man upstairs is going to dictate whatever I can or not. So I'm just going to keep pushing and do what I do until then. So. All right. Love it. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. What's your guys' because you have it. A- yeah, we're at it. We have to be out at sixty, so uh, you're done at ah. sixty, no matter what. So, I'm hoping. To, I say hoping. Um, I like to be done before that. Uh, I'm kind of like you. I think I, I try to take care of myself, so when I do retire, I can still go out and not get another job, but enjoy myself, right? Enjoy life a little bit while yeah. still being in good shape. But yeah, I'm hoping to be out in about ten years, to be honest with you, um, with some you know financial planning and um, some other things, you know, kind of in the works. But I love what I do. Uh, but you know, if I can retire and be with my family more, why not? So I'm, I'm really excited yeah. about that. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So me, I see you. What do you got? You're writing something down over there. What do you what got? You gotten down over there? The thoughts, the thoughts and ideas, put it in the blender and push whip. I like that. I'm so I wrote it down. Oh, and she's writing your quotes down, dude. You better, you better watch <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm going to use her sound bites. Oh yeah. Yeah. She gets some sound bites. So, oh, cool, dude. Like I said, I love it. Um, all right. So. You get hired on, um, and I know you recently got promoted. Is there a promotion between, is there a promotion, because you're a sergeant now, right? Yes, sir. So is it road officer straight to sergeant, or is there like a corporal in between there? It was a officer, then corporal, then sergeant. Okay, all right. So obviously you made corporal first, which I I thought there was. I didn't just want to misstate it, though. So how long uh, until you made corporal? Uh, I was... Four, right at four years, four, four and a half years in mid-corporal. Um, and again, my agency, it was prior to me coming in, there was no movement, no retirements. Um, I came in and everybody just started, you know, doctor time did the follow time did this thing. And it's time for people to go. And I was, hey, we're having a testing process. And, you know, my wife, she's put in for it. What's the worst going to happen? You know, and I'm like, well, let's, let's try it. And I went in. Sure enough, they gave me two stripes. I thought, oh, man, got that responsibility up there. And they still let me. Um, be active on the road, which is I, I wasn't ready to get off the road yet. 
Um, and even as a sergeant, I'm still, I can still be active, but my role now is to get these younger ones up to take my spot when my time comes. Um, so I've, I've done a lot of trainings, um, you know, just like you, my DWIs are my thing. That's, that's what I love the most. Um, I'm a nerd going wild with those. There's webinars that I have on, you know, the Facebook on file stuff and the, my road jobs. I'll just do sit down and push play and learn something, get a sentence, get get an idea, something from some guy from Florida did this. Well, that's, that's pretty cool technique. Let me see what that's going to work or just different ways to phrase things. Um, I'm constantly learning that stuff and, at my agency, they're like, well, that's a DWI guy. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm just I'm just a guy that paid attention for DWIs. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, so I'm just just trying to learn it up. And now I just want to be able to pass down everything that I've learned. And I've learned a lot in seven years. And some people, I've had one or two tell me, you know, like, really, bro, a sergeant for seven years? No priors. Are you, are you ready for that spot? And like, are we really even ready for it? You know, you don't know you're ready for it until you until you put that shoe on. Well, it fits. Let me lace it up. You know, let's go to work. So. Um, that's one thing I've been doing. And since December 28th, when I got the stripes on it, the crime rate, as far as my shift concern has significantly dropped and everybody's wondering, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm putting a team together. It's not just everybody out for themselves. It's I'm the one solely responsible in a sense for that shift. Um, and this is the way we're going to do it. And my, my objective is that we're not going to work, going to have fun. So if you can get people down here to, to start putting, getting the work mindset out and the fun process in, um, there's a lot more growth. And everybody's like, dude, you're killing it on your shift. It's like, no, they are. I'm just sprinkling a couple words in, having a couple of phrases and, hey, let's try this. Let's try that. And I'm doing it collectively to where, what's your thought on this? What's your idea? What do you think we can do? And everybody's, that's new. And it's like, why is that new? Why are we afraid to ask somebody not of rank what they want to do. I got one guy that's, he's been on for 19 years. You know, he's got one more year retirement and nobody's ever asked him. And I like, what do you want to do? He was like, how about this? Perfect. Let's try it. And it stuck. And I was like, there you go. That, that's your phrase. You know, we're going, we're going to go with that one for this week. And everybody's, you know, they're, they're freaking out on what I'm doing. But again, it's, I go back to repossession businesses. I did it for so long. There's different, there's multiple ways to skin a cat. We don't need to stick to the norm, what everybody's doing. I'm I'm finding what everybody's doing in law enforcement is this the way they teach farms. This is where we continue teaching it. No, bull crap. Let's get behind the vehicle. Let's do some you know, unorthodox shooting. Let's get on the ground. Let's you know, get in a weird position because whenever that fight comes, we're going to slip, trip, or fall. Then what? You know, How do you work from there? So if you can get that mindset of outside the box, I think we can grow a lot more, and that's what I'm pushing out. And it seems to be working. So we'll see where we go with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, you're about, you're about to get me hyped up. Yeah, man. I was gonna say this guy's just bouncing over. <laughs> yeah, here. I don't. Uh, yeah, I I don't like the. That's the way we've always done it. I don't like the not asking your people for ideas, no matter the rank. Um, yeah, you're you're gonna get me hyped up, and I know we've talked about that stuff before, yeah. but yeah. Um, so I love that man that you're doing that, and what's funny is, you know, guys and gals are doing this and they're being successful, and I don't understand why people are not are not copying success. Rather than going, well, yeah. what are you doing? And then they, they kind of almost take offense to what you're doing instead of going, hey, yes. what he's what he's doing is working. Maybe I should try that. All right. Or maybe maybe I should change things up. Maybe not necessarily exactly what you're doing, but they go, well, maybe I should try something different to see if that works. And um, fr from my point of view, that doesn't seem to be happening that much, which is quite unfortunate. 
Would you agree with that? Or are people coming around I, maybe? I 100% agree with you. Um, there are very few that are they're asking questions. They're intrigued by it. And they're kind of, well, you know, it's, it's something like that new thing coming out. Well, I'm not too sure. But let's let's wait till it fails. Sure. And then see what he's going to do. Sure. You know, and if it fails, then we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board. And but I got three more techniques waiting for, there you go. for me to go. You know, That's it's, right. <laughs> and, you know, I, you it's say a nonstop uh, thing. You say wait till it fails. I think a lot of people want it to fail so that they yeah. can they can sit back and say, say, I knew that wasn't going to work. That's why I didn't do that. And exactly, you know, and I'm not trying to be corny and cliche here, but, you know, the only time you truly fail is if you stop trying to move forward, if that kind of makes sense. Stop trying to be better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. st stop trying to get yeah. better. That's when you fail or or you don't truly fail. You're just modifying what you're doing. Right. You're changing uh, something that didn't work. You figure that out. Now you change to something that might work. Right. But you don't know until you yep. change change to that technique or that, I guess, in this in this case, supervision, uh, supervisory style. But uh, I love that you're trying new things, man. I'm all about that because obviously we can't keep on with the uh, current trend that we're doing in law enforcement or in about 20 <laughs> years, there ain't going to be anybody left. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. so, um, all right. So let's talk, let's talk about the shift. If you don't mind, um, young guys, old guys, seasoned guys, I guess I shouldn't say old. I'll say um, seasoned. Yeah. Yo, it's me and the other guys, 19 years, you know, we're about the same age. Other than that, my, I can be all their daddies. Okay. As far as age wise, they're, they're 25, I think 29 is the oldest I have. Nice. They're afraid to go out and try something different. They're afraid to go out and I guess it's what I'm kind of seeing across worldwide. I don't know if you may agree with this or not. Um, I guess people are afraid to be cops, you know, to go out and throw handcuffs on. And well, as long as you're not violating the law and doing something stupid as policy, you're good. Yeah. You know, you have, you got to have your reason. Um, and there's a lot of people who are just kind of, well, well, what about this? Well, no, hell no. Let's go get it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll find it. We'll figure it out as we go. And, that's the problem that I'm trying to, I don't want to force so much on them, you know, because I don't want somebody to get deep out of their comfort zone, but I don't like being comfortable. I think when you're comfortable, you're complacent. That's right. And it can, and that becomes an issue. Exactly. 100%. Um, and that's what I'm trying to get in there and they're working with it and they're, they're seeing what I'm, I think they see the picture and they're, they're making movements towards it, which I'm all for it. As long as we're moving forward one step at a time, that's what I'm good for. So yeah, they're, they're younger group. Um, but one thing I like about that younger group is they don't have any bad habits, bad ways. Um, so they're still pretty fresh. And that's one thing I like. Well, so. well, I'm going to ask you this. So we had a, uh, we, we have a, uh, a body. I think it's the next one to drop, which you'll like his name's Greg also. And uh, oh yeah. He's super into leadership, man. One of the best dudes I've met. Mindset's great. Um, and we kind of talked about what you're talking about right now as far as guys maybe not wanting to go hook somebody, right? Throw the cuffs on them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm with you. As long as I'm within policy and within the law, hey, I'm not doing anything wrong. And I think I asked yep. him this same question or a question very similar. Do you think it has to do with um, lack of educating ourselves. So let's say a younger cop uh, or even an older one, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, nervous about arresting somebody because they don't educate themselves and they sometimes don't know what they can do within the law or don't know what they can do within policy. 
So I don't think it's always the work ethic. I think it's the hesitation because ugh, I'm really not sure because they haven't taken the time. What do you think about that? 100%. 100%. I don't – very rarely am I off work 100%. You know, some point in my day, I'm opening a book. I'm hitting the Internet. I'm calling a friend. Um, I'm reaching out for some – give me some clarity on something that I ran across or something that's been a question too. Um, and until we can understand that, it's okay to ask questions as seasoned officers, you know. Uh, it doesn't hurt to ask because all, all they can do is tell you, I don't know. Well, I'm going to go to the next guy. So you, I, I, overall, it sounds like, yeah, you agree. Um, and I yeah. think you're, you're with me. It's if you don't know the answer, you go to somebody who does because I don't know the answer to every question, right? Um, but exactly. I'll, either, I'll either find it or I know somebody that knows the answer, and then I'll, I'll go to that person, so – I think I, it has a lot to do with humility. You're talking about seasoned guy, season guys being not wanting to ask questions. I think that there's that humility factor of like he's they're seasoned and they don't want to admit that they may not know the answer. Whereas, yep. you know, somebody like Greg or somebody who is he he switched in careers entirely. You know, at what most people will call a seasoned mm-hmm. age, so he mm-hmm. had to come in and say, "Yeah, I don't know all the answers," and so. I think again, and we talked to other Greg. Yeah, um, Greg, Greg, Greg. We got Greg one and Greg two. Yeah, other Greg. Um, we talked a lot about that being a factor of humility. Of it's okay not to know everything about everything. Just knowing who to seek out and where to get those resources from, and I think that just takes humility. And I think that some people, especially the longer they get comfortable and, and rooted into any type of career, the less the less they're okay with not knowing everything, and the the less they're okay with not being the end all be all for whatever the subject is yeah i don't think you you know even if again i i think that i do okay in dwi and and drug stuff but i mean there's things like i'll go talk or teach at a presentation and someone will come up and be like oh have you heard about this and i go no i have not and and, and in a way that okay now tell me what that is and i think sometimes and you kind of mentioned it before we get an alpha male status and, you know, a young guy comes up to me and says, oh, have you heard about this? Well, a lot of times we see guys go, yeah, I haven't. That's not a thing because I don't know about it. Instead of going, OK, well, what is that? And how do you how did you come up with that? And where can I get information on it? And then verify it for myself, because I like to verify stuff because I've been. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been given some information. I'm going, that seems not right, but I like to look it up. Right. Um, yep. So, yeah, I'm with you. You know, I think we need to continuously educate ourselves and agencies sometimes don't do a, a good job at train or training us in things that we need right because we everybody likes to drive fast shoot guns uh but and i think you would agree constitutional law is is huge for me um you know because i always i raise my right hand to uphold the you know constitution of this state and the united states of america right so that's a big deal for me and i, I just don't think that we educate our cops sometimes as much as we should in those fine detailed things, but we focus on things like, let's say driving because, Oh, there's liability there. And and there is liability yeah. there, but why are we not putting focus on constitutional stuff, which is the people that we've sworn to protect? Cause of liability there as well. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. It's <laughs> not as flashy and, Big, well, it's not as sexy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really, I mean, it's not as sexy as, as um, shooting guns and driving cars, which I love doing both. Right. But I take my oath very seriously. 
that I'm not going to violate somebody's rights. I'm going to protect those rights. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I that that's a really hot button topic for me is constitutional <laughs> rights. Yeah, so. but don't you think too, from a certain standpoint, like where um, the attention is, is where the resources go. As a civilian, if I were to read an art- article about you doing an unauthorized search, I'd be like, oh, that's unfortunate. Or if I, you know, read an article about you ramming your car into a four way stop or something, I'd be like, oh, that could be so much more big and well it's sexy again yeah, sexy doesn't always mean that wasn't the word i was using i mean yeah. more like well oh, I think, let's look at this idiot yeah, I think i'm on it I, I have one word every podcast this one it's sexy, sexy. okay he's yeah. using sexy, for sexy. but i guess again where, the, where they see like this could be the biggest uh headline or this could be the biggest right source of inflammation of a wrongful shooting or something like that yeah. and where we're going to put our money into overtraining whether or not it's really needed or value added or whatever to the situation mm-hmm. but i just like, think it sucks because for for that reason i believe that it gets spun. i mean you took an oath too yeah right yeah absolutely and i think that the media i know that i'm just kind of going off the side here that frustrates me because they spin it to where like you know we talked about earlier about uh individuals who are kind of nervous to um you know, hook somebody up with. Yeah. It. I think that the it's just getting spun completely out out of the box of just making them look like the bad guys. And they, I mean, nobody wants to be the bad guy, right? Nobody, you know. But there's a there's a job for it. It has to be done. And I well, just, you never hear you never hear news articles about when it goes right. Yeah, you right? never hear because like, oh. it goes right. Never. I what do you think, Greg? Goes right ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and it, it's just frustrating. I mean, I, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a uh, a going right statistic here. So the agency that I work for, uh, we have, let's just say, a lot of contacts with the public. And if you listen to certain people or whatever, oh, they use force a lot. They use force 20% of the time or whatever. But if you look at the amount of times that we use force on people when we contact the public, it's point zero five percent of the time so where's the reporting on the other what 99.95 percent never right nobody's ever said well they're doing they're doing a great job 99.95 percent of the time it's when the point zero five percent comes into play again here's my word that's when it's sexy that's when it's a story Mm -hmm. right right so that's a big problem but so did i miss did i miss the top like the piece where you and you talked about how you met greg Oh, yeah. Guys, Sorry, Greg. Maybe I didn't even I, I think I just went right into it. Yeah, man. You guys get went just real deep in, in and yeah. I don't remember knowing how you guys connected in the first place. Yeah, I'm supposed to talk about how we connected in You're the first place. To, but oh, I'm sorry. Going to. Well, Smee's telling me to, which means I'm supposed to. And it is number <laughs> two. It is number two bullet point on my handwritten agenda. Yeah. Oh, which, I All mean, right. In everybody's defense here, I was just soaking in all the information. So yeah, it's like yeah. I was just rolling with it. No, it's fine. We don't I love talk about it. I just didn't. Know I loved it. it, so I thought it would be a good story. Yeah, I don't know. Is it a good story? If it's not, we can my pass. I don't know. I'll let Greg decide. Greg, is it? A- let's let's run with it. Uh, all right. It was a. It was a good story. Yeah. Um, 
it was, in, say, it, it, was, was in a, it was in a dark alleyway in Chicago, <laughs> and I needed twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, twenty bucks. Twenty, is 20 bucks, bucks is twenty bucks, dude. Whatever you got to do. No, no. Go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah, I was down at the uh, in San Antonio at the DRE conference. That's right, um, the national right? one. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The national conference, and there was a guy there put on a pretty awesome seminar. Um, it was about the that class to put on people the recruitment problem why is ah. it oh god what the hell is it the job isn't the dead. job ain't dead yet yeah. yes <laughs> yes right. yeah god that thing was awesome <laughs> um that one and uh your uh marijuana class oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I hit both of those up um so that was phenomenal phenomenal talking with that no, I was gonna say, all right. If you had to, if you had to go to one, because there's there's a couple places where I'm doing both of them. So if you had uh, to go to one, which one would you go to? Oh man, uh, that that's a rough one. Oh come that's on, man! Don't, hey, man don't sugar it up now. I, I'm not because I our side of Texas, marijuana is still illegal. For us to make an arrest, we need five pounds or more before they take it. Four pounds and under, that's which is a drug paraphernalia charge. We're getting a simple citation. We're done um slap in the face to us but one day it will be legal i think if it's legal in texas i would prefer that marijuana clusters for the information side because i don't know um now if it was legal and we had the option this job ain't dead yet well i rocked it man that that class was full you had nothing i think you had very minimal standing room in that class Um, that one was locked Yeah, it was that, it was phenomenal, man. You get all the points. It was it was it's on the point, you know. No, I I appreciate it. So that was the first time. I, I don't know if I told the story, but that was the first time number one that I did it. And um, when I put in for it, so how that conference works is like they send out an email, and it says, "Hey, you should put in for what you know, submit a presentation." And I was actually pissed off because something that just happened at work at work. And I was really frustrated with leadership and, you know, recruiting and retention and all this stuff. So I was just peeved off. So I completely made up this presentation in my head and submitted it like I had already had it done, thinking that there's no way that's going to happen in a DRE conference. Right. And sure enough, a couple of weeks later, I got the email saying, oh, yeah, you're going to do that presentation. And I had no idea what it was going to be about. And I had done no research on it. I had just sent essentially like a nasty, I don't want to say a nasty gram, but in the heat of the moment, I just did it just to like, I want to show them. Right. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, no, I I appreciate you. uh, Appreciate the good words on it, man. Appreciate it. So I'm doing it several times this year. Yeah. So it worked out Mm -hmm. pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. People liked it. Yeah. 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 So I I haven't done it since then, but I think I do it next month. And where's that? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. So I guess I should probably look at that information again at some point. Channel those energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, man, I appreciate that. That's appreciate it. So yeah, we've we've basically been in touch ever since, and uh, it's been awesome. Um, which, for some reason, my mind went to social media and your social media pick. Your uh, on IG right now. I don't think it's on Facebook. It Maybe on Facebook too. Um, of you and the little one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, dude, that's a freaking. Oh, with the- with milkshakes or, or something. Looked, 
Yes, she's looking yeah. at a little celebrity. Her bodyguard got. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's cruising with a milkshake, and there's just this huge dude just walking behind her. <laughs> I love that picture, man. That's 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 on point. That, that girl's my world, man. I don't know what life would be without her. Yeah. Um. That's that's she is my why. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. We uh, all three of us have some little ones too, and and yeah, I mean they're okay. Right. right, they're okay. I mean, they're decent. Yeah, they're decent. They're good. So, yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. All right, a couple other things I know we wanted to hit on. Uh, big one for you. Like yeah. I said, you, oh, what's that? Let me give you. A... Oh, okay, hold on. I got one. No, this is where we're going. The going? same. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going, going for it. And so I'm going to give you Do it. pretty much on what I would see with an out of shape cop coming up to me. Yeah, this is good. I like this because yeah, birds are civilian okay. reference. Yeah, so I try to like. <laughs> you know, be objective a little bit. And I'm so when I see uh, an out of shape cop, you know, pull me over, which I've only been pulled over twice, but I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to imagine it. Uh, first off, what I'm going to think is he doesn't take it serious. You know, when I sit there 100%. and say, when I sit there and see a guy coming up and I'm like, you know, he's uniforms, uniforms, you know, garbed up. Yeah. It, yeah. A little bit of a, uh, the top half hanging out, you can what say a, belly, a little bit belly. of a belly hanging out, whatever it may be. Um, I just, my first appearance is it, it, it he's not taking it serious Two. on the, you know, not saying I'm a criminal, but, but if you were, hypothetical. If, if I were, were a criminal, I'd be like, nah, I can outrun this dude. And so like, <laughs> yep. and, so, and so like, um, yeah, I think appearance, especially like even in the military, was a big deal. Kind of all of our because you're in the Marine Corps, right? That's that's well, kinda, yeah, I mean, I, we hold that to a high standard, yeah. And that's exactly what it was. We would dress pretty much, you, you don't adjust your uniform to fit your body, you adjust your body to fit your uniform, kind of thing. And so, yes, sir. and so we would literally take you know, we had shit bags, hey, jot that down, timestamp that. <laughs> I think we can say shit bags. That was okay. We had guys, you know, that were, you know, condition four on their buttons and they're, or condition one on their buttons about to, you know, shoot around. Is that like a code red? Like it's about to go? Yeah. That's like, so condition one is a round in chamber, you know, (laughs) slide forward, safety off. That bad boy's about to shoot. Uh Okay. And so we're going to send it. We're going (laughs) to send it. And so, um, yeah. And in all reality, as a squad leader and team leader, I would, those individuals, I would try, you know, this is going to sound kind of scummy, but I would try to get them to stay back from deployments. So That's I don't not have, scummy. You don't, I mean. I don't want them. I don't think that they can eat. Like you said earlier, I don't think that they can, you know, carry their, 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 their self. How are they going to carry me with a full flat? Well, I think they've, they've come alive. Exactly. Yeah, they've yeah. Come yeah, exactly. So I would try different exercises to try to keep them from going on deployment. Now, um, and that's just kind of my approach on the whole phys- physical fitness and the, the appearance. Um, and I think it's huge. I think it's a, a big deal. And I would like to hear some input on it. All right, Greg, physical fitness, brother. This is what we're uh, what we're here to talk about mainly. So I guess we start out with um, I got a few things. Let's start out with appearance, because that's kind of what you mentioned. Right. The most, right. right. Appearance. First impressions. Uh, yeah, first impressions. How, from your experience, how important are they? Man, I, 
I don't like looking at officers look like a busted can of biscuits. I, mm-hmm. That's my favorite busted can of biscuits. Yeah, I, I told, told me, I'm like, he's gonna say busted can of biscuits. There's no doubt. <laughs> and that's, I think everybody can can understand what that looks like. You know, you and like you were saying that the uniform looks sloppy, your shirts untucked. Um, I have a process that I go through to get dressed, and if one thing's off, I gotta strip down, back to nothing, and start all over again. If my shirt's not tucked in just right on the back right side. It's going to be a bad day. I'm going to address it before I get up in there. Um, Personal, you know, the the first appearance, that sets the bar very high or very low. Um, If you come out and me, if you come, if I'm a criminal and I've dealt with a lot of them just on the repossession side of it, and you look like a busted can of biscuits or just look all sloppy, like to call them. um, If I was a cop looking sloppy, I don't care if you're not around me. That's not my threat. Cool, you're taking off but you're going to outwork me physically. And I'm bringing a gun to this fight every single one I go to. Um, and I don't, I think that's what people are forgetting is that thing we carry on our hip. It, it can kill us too. You know, and if you can't even look at it, you know, try to go clear your, your holster, you got to sit there and pull your fat roll out of the way to get your gun inside your holster. <laughs> there's yeah. a problem, you know, yeah. and I'm not the fittest one in the world. And, you know, granted my age and, I don't know if I told you, but I'm part of a SWAT team, you know, for our agency. We got a multi-agency um, team. Um, that's a young man's sport. You know, you're out there kicking doors and moving around and carrying that full kit, rifle, and helmet and stuff. And I'll go out with these guys, and they're young. And I'll kick doors, and we'll go put to work. And I make every single one of them look at me like, how do you do it, Castro? I got to keep up with your young ass. That's how I do it. That's You're my motivation for me to go this way. Um, and if people can't look themselves in the mirror and give your honest opinion of yourself in the mirror before you go to work, then you got a problem, you know? And I think that's to get that, that it comes from within. You have to be able to tell yourself I'm fit or I'm not fit. And if I'm not fit, am I willing to get fit? And it's, it's a lot of work, you know, it's not easy A magic pill. Oh, here I am. I'm ready to go. It's, it's a years, years of process and eating and um, knowing what's, what are your priorities? That's why I put it in effect is what, what's your priorities in life? So, yeah, personal, you know, the professional appearance, first shot looking at somebody. All right. Here's a follow up question to that one. Um, well, I got a couple questions, actually, that are going to lead me to my last one. Does your agency give incentives for physical fitness? Maybe an agency that does. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and I'll just kind of talk about what ours does. If you score within X amount of. Uh, so basically we have uh, four tests. If you score threes in all of them, which is like the highest, so it's one, two or three, you get two days off. Um, wow. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that that might sound good. Two days off. Some of us don't want it or need it. Right. I think that should be. Yeah. I guess I don't want to talk about what I think it should be yet, because I want to see what what you think, <laughs> what you think would be um, a. uh important or a reward i guess for being in shape do you guys have annual testing or do you guys do physical testing none at all okay so uh, the previous agencies i was at did not we do we do a, a pt test uh was it twice a year now um so awesome we, yeah which is good right but the problem is what happens if you get ones which is zeros essentially you you barely do the bare minimum and essentially it's yeah. nothing uh, we're told you get on this list, but nobody knows what the list is or what happens if you're on it. 
Um, but if you get like, and, and don't quote me on this, but I think it's like two twos and two threes. So instead of all threes, you get one day off. But if you get all threes, you get two days off. So in your mind, what do you think uh, physical fitness should be used for or a PT test should be used for? Or what's an yeah, incentive, that's a rough I one. I, I think at least for the area I work at, um, days off is huge. You know, like and it's hard to get days off when you're understaffed. You know, so um, days off is one thing we've we're kind of kicking this idea around to start an annual test. Um, and again, everybody's, well, what's the incentive? Well, how about looking that you can live to fight another day? How about, how about that? Um, but they don't see that as being an incentive. Um, everybody wants that tangible thing. Give me something. There was thoughts of, you know, get with our local restaurants and maybe we can get a gift card for 50 bucks. So we're going to lose weight so we can get fat again. Like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know the answer to that one. I can't, that's why I, during that meeting, I really didn't say a whole lot because they didn't like what I was going to say. Sure. And that was, it could prevent a heart attack. You can be there for your family a couple more years. Um, the bad guy comes up, you can fight him a little better, be ready for him a little more. How about those incentives? Sure. I, I like being real with things. And some people, they want this, well, give me a lollipop for doing good. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's the generation we're in now. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I really don't, I really don't have an answer for that of, you know, what, what's a good incentive as, I think that changes from person to person. Sure. Right. You know? So, and, and I'll talk about this too. I'm not a big incentive guy, right? And I kind of talked about that in some of the presentations. I don't think incentives technically work all the time. Um, I personally don't need, I'm kind of like you. I don't need incentives. I do it because I enjoy it. I do it because I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, uh, like in terms of it. Yeah. I mean, incentives until it becomes part of the culture or the behavior, then that's what you rely on is like, Right, people, something, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess something to get it started. Okay, I, yeah, I guess. eventually you would hope that it would just be ingrained into right. your people and your right. culture. But right. yeah, there a lot of not a lot of people just do it because it's what's the right thing to do. Right, right. Yeah. and you know the idea that yeah. we we're even talking about incentives to get in shape is is insane to me. But it's real, it's right? In I, your guys' line of work, right? Yeah, I I understand it's a real thing. I don't agree with it, but it's real. Right, and I think if I were to join an academy. I think literally the part of the job is to be in shape. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think that's part of it. Well, see, I, and I would, so like in terms of how everybody reacts to something different, I would want to see all the statistics about people who are out of shape and how like their mortality and how more likely there are to get injured. Like that's what would incentivize me to do well. Yeah, like, you're, a, you're a number. Numbers. Yeah, I'm yes. not going to be that number that can't. Got them numbers. Yeah, that I can't Stop defend with my the numbers. Yeah. This is not an Excel sheet. <laughs> so no. it would be like a day off to do it, but I'd be like, I'm not gonna be a liability. Like put it in an Excel sheet. Yeah, put it in an Excel sheet. Like if you, if you can tell me that I have 46 percent, you know, more likely to you know get killed on the job because I have a BMI of whatever. Yeah. Then I'd be like, well, shit, I gotta get my stuff together. Which I'm, in, I'm which I mean, I yeah, I get that. Smee is a total numbers <laughs> nerd. For me, it is, I want to walk up and somebody goes, yeah, I'm not trying this dude. Yeah. Period. Doesn't exactly. matter. I'm not doing it. Right. This dude looks like, I'm not saying I'm a fighter, right? I don't want to fight you, but I want someone to go, if I do fight this guy, it may be the worst decision right. of my life. It's the appearance. Right. Right. This dude could destroy me. When in reality, I'm yep. not a big jujitsu guy. That's where I struggle. Right. DT is not my, uh, is not my favorite. It is not my my strong uh, suit. I admit that. 
but I at least want to look like when I walk into the room, everybody goes, all right, everybody shut the mouth and listen. Right. So this dude doesn't go off. Right. That's how I feel about it. I think it's a yep. personal choice. Right? Yeah. But I think it, it carries for a lot of like civilians too. I think that if no, they, it does. Yeah. yeah. I think that if somebody were to look physically fit and they pull me over, it puts that, it, it, it crosses things out, right? Yeah. If I was a criminal, right? Sure, yeah. So it crosses things out like, eh, I'm not going to go hand-to-hand with I this have, old boy. Right, I have these you options. Know? This dude walks up, well, I've just eliminated options one yeah. through five. And so like, I'm going to go with, I'm going to do whatever this dude says. Like, I'm, I, all right, I'm getting a ticket. Right. You know? so, so it's like, it's one of those things. Right. Yeah, every career has those things, right? right. So like, if you, have a, if you hire a lawyer and they come fumbling in, their shirt's untucked, they've got like, food all over their face they look like a slob like you're not going to want to pay them a lot of money to defend you they look unprofessional and can't hold their crap together so every job every career has something that you kind of sign up for to maintain right Mm -hmm. like you don't want a doctor that doesn't you know that can't see or something like you can't read your chart (laughs) like yeah i go to a doctor that can't see i've got a big problem (laughs) so every career has those and you i think that you some you have to subscribe to some of that to a certain extent that i'm going to uphold these professional standards and i think in in law enforcement physical well especially in law enforcement yeah especially in law enforcement physical well-being like you know you're not going to hire a trainer that's eating a bag of cheetos and is you know can't finish we, people do that's mm-hmm. what's crazy is they we do. do put people in a training position that eat, look like a eating a bag of cheetos well i'm talking like a like a no, personal I'm, yeah trainer. sorry i went obviously cop but no i went personal yeah trainer. there's gyms that i went to that someone's trying to give me advice and i'm going uh I'm very respectful, but I'm going, no, thank you. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't need Yeah. Anyway, I'm not trying it's to get just a, Yeah, I guess that, the, the liability is just higher in your guys' area. All right. So here's obviously, or do you have something else? I have a question. I saw you getting geared up. I was, I'm, I'm geared up. I'm wound up. So we're on glass two of the two glasses. Yeah. I, yeah. Smee's limit is limited us to two glasses of whiskey. We're done with glass two. So we're, we're <laughs> yeah. Hey, and if you need to go, let us know. Yeah, Cause yeah. I know you got some, some yeah. spokes in the background. I, I just I'm good for about 10 more minutes, boys. We got okay. it. We got it. Quick question. DT, defense defense training. Defensive tactics, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So do you guys in the military, they just would breeze right through that. And I think that it was a big uh, kind of a curve. Like, well, I think it was a uh, a liability for them to breeze right through it. Do they do that in, in the in the police force or I don't I and, I just want to know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase the question. I know what you're asking. Yeah. I'm gonna phrase it to Greg the way that I know he's probably thinking the same thing. How serious sometimes do trainers take defensive tactics, especially, or just really training in law enforcement? And you know exactly what I'm talking about because I saw the smile. Well, I'm a DT instructor um, for our department. And me and my assistants, however you look at he's my assistant, I'm his assistant. Um, we will get together. Two or three days before we do a class, we'll go over our roles. We talk about things. We see things, you know, cross happen the news um, of incidents, and we we break it down those videos down for each other. And that can happen to one of us or one of our guys on the team. Um, the problem that I see with it is the officers who don't have our backgrounds and who don't like. I don't like to fight, but if we're going to do it, let's do it. I'm have fun while I'm doing it. Um, I hate that first punch. Until that first punch goes, it sucks. After that first punch, 
I hear a little beep and it's on. Um, it just, it's my body just goes and I like it. I've been in martial arts since I was 13. Um, I've done some type of training all my life. I'm comfortable. Can I get better? By far, I can get much better. Um, it's on, on my side, that question on my side, it's not the trainers that are not enthused about it. It's the students who were having a hard time grasping because that won't happen to me. Um, I won't put myself in that situation. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm still waiting for my chief to give me the green light to get that guy in that position with his gear on. I'll, I'll let you tase me. I've already been tased once. It sucks. That's not going to kill me. If you can get your secondary and get a good tase on me, go for it. I bet you hundred bucks. You won't because I'm going to, I'm going to come at you hundred percent. And I'm not going to, if you're going to use your less lethal on me, I'm going to use my lesson lethal on you in my hands and I'm going to come at you hard. I'm going to come at you the way that bad guy is because I don't want to sense, I don't want to go back to prison. Right. Sure. sure um, right. And I think these officers I've, I've had my butt handed to me more times. I'd like to admit it sucks and it happens quick. And there's guys that on my, on my department have never been in a fist fight. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones saying that won't happen to me. It's like, how do you know you, you've never sure, been dude. in that right. struggle? You know, so to answer that question, the the instructors on my side, I mean, we're 100 percent live. But let's let's awesome. go. We want to again. What what's your experience? What's your discomfort? How can we make you comfortable? We try to gear the class to our least common denominator, the one that doesn't know much, um, but make it interesting enough for the guy that's the black belt jujitsu. Sure. You know, we we try to we we strive to make that for them, but we're having a hard time to get the to engage with us gotcha so i think that <clears throat> so i i mean obviously i've been trained my my basically full-time job is training though i still work the road by choice by the way because i think it's important if you're going to be in training you should be on the road too because you lose you lose that connection yeah. right so i think your situation is probably um kind of rare um because i've been through a couple academies again i do a lot of training Sometimes what we do as cops or training is we just sign off or check the box to say that, yep, they've got the training, they did the hours, and we just move on. And I'm sure military is probably similar to that. And I think that's where we sell ourselves short is when we do have DT instructors who are not like you guys, who are just saying, yep, he got the hour, doesn't matter, go. Um, So I think that happens too much. And again, not only in DT, but in, in really... A lot of different aspects, yeah, right? Really. Do they, does do they do a stress academy? Like, did, did you go to a stress academy, Greg? Like screaming and yelling and stuff like that. What do you mean stress academy? Sleep like sleep sleep deprivation. No, it was, how are you feeling today? Oh no, no, I think that's illegal. What? <laughs> that that hurt to me. People's feelings these days. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I assume DPS does that still. I'm not. I heard that they've kind of toned it down a little bit. Um but they still work them pretty good. I'd, sure. I'd like to go to a DPS Academy just to just experience it. Sure. You know, can I still do that stuff? But um, I think with this generation that we have coming through, that's too overwhelming for them. And that's sad. Yeah. How many, sure. so how many, do you know the numbers on like how many you guys lose and the like our attrition rate? Yeah. So I, I think for us, because uh, we do have a stress Academy, a lot of like sleep deprivation, screaming, yelling, stuff like that. Uh, I think that our attrition rate's around 25 to 30%. So every time we start a class, we're going to lose 25 or 30%. 
Um, now I think that's because they can't handle the stress and you got to be able to handle the stress. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, I, okay. I don't want to keep them any longer than we have to. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're going to go final questions for Greg and then we'll give you final thoughts and we'll let you go. Cause I know you got more important things waiting on your brother. Any questions for Greg? I don't have questions. I'll, I have final thoughts. Okay. Final thoughts. So hey. what we'll do is we'll let Greg disconnect and we can do final thoughts too. So this is not okay, final, yeah. final. Yeah. Thought. I was going to say, Hey, Greg. Loved, you, you're awesome. Like, can you imagine meeting that dude? What in an alleyway? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that like, uh, look at the mitts? I don't want any part of that. Look at the mitts. That shirt that. he's wearing is like a triple XL, and it's it's stretched. Yeah, I'm wearing a medium. Yeah, and I can. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's only out. double X. Double <laughs> X. Hey, I got a small one. I'm trying to look big, and imagine that dude. Like, right. Yeah. I'm complying with that guy no yeah. matter what. Yeah. You he, ain't gotta worry about me. You stop me, I'm gonna do what you ask. Done. No, um, hey, you're awesome. Good what mindset. you stand for, yeah. What you stand for, I, I, I couldn't agree more. So I mean that's all I gotta say. Legit leadership, you you nailed it. Shmi, anything last for Greg? I see, I see yeah. there's there's movement. We got to get him off here. He's got yeah, something yeah. To do. I was gonna say there's a he's got pump. stuff to do. No, good. I don't, need, I don't need him driving up here putting them mitts on yeah. me. All right. Thank you for joining us. I would love <laughs> a lot more. Like we love Texas. We got roots in Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're I'm from Texas, Greg. I don't so know if I told you that, from... boy. Anyway, it was great meeting you. Stay safe out there and good luck. All right. Last thing, brother. Appreciate you being on here. Um, one thing. Are you coming back? Are you going to do it again? I will be more than happy to come. Yeah. You let me know time and date, and I'm there. I love it, man. Obviously, I like to get a verbal commitment like online, yeah, so like I, get it I know record. that I got it. It's basically, yeah, it's basically a contract yeah. at this point. Yeah, more viable. All right, yeah. Greg. Last word, brother. Anything you want to want to shout out to anybody that's uh, going to be listening? Anything, anything you want to say to them that we didn't cover? Man, that I'm not too sure who I'll listen to it. I just hope everybody that puts on, you know, the uniforms, and that's to include military, any kind of first responder. Any type of uniform that we put on to go out to save another, um, take that shit seriously. Pardon my French. Take it seriously. Love it. Um, not just for on how it should be, but how do you want it to be? What can you do to change it? Um, go above and beyond. Uh, like I said, I'm 46. I did a full body workout today. I used to be on nights. I'm on day shift now. My schedule kind of sucks. I get up at 4 a.m. and I'm in the gym at 7 p.m. trying to get my grind on. Um, and everybody says there's no time. Give me 20 minutes. I just need you just need 20 minutes to get up and do something. Um, y'all keep putting the message out. I put the word out for everybody. I love y'all's podcast. It's it's entertaining. Um, it makes my day go by quicker when I put it on there. Uh, man, just y'all be safe. It was good talking. I can't wait to do another one with y'all. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Be safe. Go take care of the ones that matter, man. We'll talk you to you later, man, dude. Bye. All right, y'all be safe. All right, you take too, care. brother. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah, I like it. That was legit. Good yeah, awesome. That was good. All right, Greg's gone. That was good. I liked it. Yeah, intense. I like it. I like. I like the Greg, intensity. Greg is the man. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine meeting that dude though for real? Yeah. Did you? Stuff. Does he has he seen the picture? Have you seen his size? Okay. He's not a small guy. Well, so from that. from like the the mid chest up, I he's what I'm you not call. A, I'm, I'm not an idiot. He's what you call <laughs> that dude is a this good is the, chunk of muscle. Or the picture. Yeah. The dude is an animal. Yeah, getting my. I head. love it. I love it. He reminds me of um, uh, shoot, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the guy, the rock guy. 
Yeah, no, no. Uh, the blue guy. Yeah, yeah. Hold what on, is I'll it? Figure it out. I'm I'm sneak. Sneak. I have no doubt he's been he's been called this before. I gotta, yeah. I gotta. Sneak. He's he used to be a, a Batista. Batista. Yeah, oh, that's so, a that's Batista. a guy that did it. Batista. Yeah. yeah, right. Hold on, just let me get there. Yeah. No, it's something Batista. Dave. Dave. Batista. Dave Batista. Yeah. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna put those two. <laughs> <laughs> picture yeah side by side, side, by side the, yeah. the dude is a unit yeah i like that i yeah. like the mindset i like the i didn't know he got into the game that late to See, be honest with you. Uh, yeah and i think i think that I think yeah there, that's him i'm yeah. convinced that's the same guy mm-hmm. i think there's something to be said about like having a little bit of a life before you go into yeah right to this type of job he was talking about you know getting your ass handed to you right. and people not knowing what that was like right. not taking it seriously so a kid know. coming in who's never been punched in the face yeah just i have no doubt greg's been punched in the face oh yeah, yeah. i don't even need to ask him i guarantee you yeah. punch in the face no and i think that Call him back. yeah having no it's true yeah and and i say this and i don't it's going to sound bad but some of your best cops are the ones that were not mm-hmm. are or borderline criminals the yeah. ones that always like contemplated Right. But they never, because they had some sort of moral compass that wouldn't allow them to do right. it. Those are your best cops. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that just going on more trainings with you of the guys that were like, mm, that guy is just this far away from that line. Yeah, right? straight away in that line. I always yeah. say, the sh- you're a shade away, brother. Yeah. yeah. You are a shade I mean, away. Again, I don't know a lot of their background or whether they're good or not or what they do, but like you can tell those ones that are... You know, just they just could really get into the mind right. that they're trying to channel. Yeah, and I think that his overall message is spot on. If I were like a a new guy coming in, that's what I'd want a leadership to be looking yeah. like. And I think yeah. that his overall message, um, man, it's to the T on what yep. I feel like would be a great leadership. So yep, I and think I, it was great. I love the ask people what they think. Yeah, and I think that... That's again, what we should be doing. In my opinion, I think... And we can get a, call him back if we need to. But in my opinion... I think that that probably comes from the fact, too, that there's no way that he would have been able to run a small business mm-hmm. for so long on his own without relying on his team sure. and right. handling the people and getting those plethora of ideas, right? Mm-hmm. So if you just have the people who come straight out of high school or straight out of some college which you know they tell you what to think there too and then you just pump them into an organization you don't have a lot of that problem solving that critical thinking that free thought and so i think but i I think that that probably lends a little bit to that having to have be a small business and run his own industry he had to figure out how to make it work and to channel the people around him and i I think that's kind of military aspect i think that um all the all this you know seal teams they have all older dudes who have had that experience so they're 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 older guys they're not you know coming straight out of high school going in you know joining you know seal team two or whatever six or the elite units mm-hmm. they're all older dudes who have been through some kind of you know crap through their life and been able to you know um exceed and and you know, yeah. excel in it and yeah. stuff so i think that uh, that also says something too here's my thought on small business police work 
I mean, obviously we have a small business, yeah. right? But I was a cop before I had a small business. So I don't think this applies to me, but I think where that makes you successful is as a small business owner, you can fail. And honestly, if you look at statistics, it's likely you're going to fail, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to make all these adjustments. You have to be flexible. You have to have different input, constantly changing so you succeed. Well, with government, um, you can't fail. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is the police essentially are always going to be there. They're tax funded Mm -hmm. in some capacity, right? So no matter if we make and I don't mean like individual officers violating rights. What I'm saying is as we make poor personnel decisions or we can do that for 30 years, but we're always going to be there because we're funded. We don't have to make good decisions. So I think from Greg's perspective, he came in having to make all these different concessions of, okay, I've got to change. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. So he's brought that small business mindset. Adaptable, yeah. Yes. Into a mindset or into a profession, sorry, that doesn't even need it, which is why it's made him more successful as a leader. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And I, I would say, I know what you're saying by need it, but like, does we, it need it? Or we, is it, okay, is that we do need it. It's yeah. not required. Yeah. We definitely need it. If you, again, looking at numbers, perhaps we're hurting big time, right? Mm-hmm. We're losing people faster than we've ever done it. And the only thing we ask ourselves is, how can we recruit more people? Stop asking that stupid ass question. That's mm-hmm. the dumbest question we can ask. How about, how can we fix the problem, which is why are people leaving? Does that kind of make mm-hmm. sense? Now I'm getting real heated, right? Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but we're asking the wrong freaking question. Stop bringing in new people because if you have a bad work environment, you don't have good leaders, they're going to leave eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing we're focused on is basically replacing them when they leave because we refuse to make the decision of what's causing them or to refuse to fix the problem of what's causing them to leave. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys got me. You guys got, done got me worked up. He's me. You done got me worked up. Greg, call me back. I didn't mean you worked up. But I think on that same on oh, here that we go. Topic, oh, great. Here we oh, great. We let her talk, and now it's going to be out of control. No. So I think on that same topic, we do both love Simon Sinek. And I think that he talks about how this generation, you know, with all of the clubs that it has and all the failures that, you know, people perceive it, we are one of the generations that is most likely to go out on their own without any kind of viable plan. So those traditional plans of, stable income and you know a consistent form of employment those are not the same motivators no we just send it we don't f it let's do it you are now competing not only with a private industry from when i say you i mean um, law enforcement right you're not only competing with private industry and the corporate structure and that you know capitalism as it as it is but you're also competing with the fact that most people are just like i'm just gonna figure it out as i go i'm gonna freelance i'm just gonna wing it and I'll pay the bills and kind of as it goes. I'm not worried about that stable form of income. So you have a, a a third kind of tier of competition that maybe you didn't have previously because it was kind of taboo to be an sure. entrepreneur or small business or to, you know, kind of do that type of thing. It wasn't always the thing to do. Whereas now it is the thing to do. People are like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I just know I'm quitting my right. job. I don't need to answer this guy anymore yeah. uh, why I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm just going to go do what I do want what because I, I can be successful. I'll figure out a way to make money along Right. Time. Which, you know, I was going to talk about how, you know, we're doing that to an extent. Yeah. And then for some reason, I still continue to cop. But anyway, 
I'm not sure I should talk about that, but no, you know what? Let's let's talk about Epic. You know, we've yeah. decided to start a small business, and it's doing quite well. Yeah, yeah? it's not doing bad. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, we don't need it. I don't need that, but I want to. I don't know what holds me on or what holds me to that, why I keep doing it other than I love it and I think it's the right thing to do. And I have some sort of weird ethical and moral obligation that I should be somehow involved in doing that. Yeah. I think and that, making it better. Yeah. yeah. I think that on more on one occasion, you have talked about if I'm not going to do it, then who will kind of concept. Right. And that's my problem is if I, and I'm not saying I'm greater than now, but what I'm, I do know how much I care and I know how much I want this profession to succeed. And I know how much I want road officers to be like, to stop being treated like crap. And I mean that to like down to my bones. Right. And if I'm not going to be there to go, Hey, stop treating these people like shit for the love of God. Who's going to do that? So anyway, I think the, the small business, the extracted side has allowed me to voice that opinion. The professional side, the cop side has somewhat suppressed my ideas and not allowed me to express those. If that kind of makes sense. So somebody's got to fight the fight. And I think if it's not me, who's going to do it? So what? Yeah. we're getting deep. All right, here we go. Final thoughts. We will start with. It's me. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Um, I don't me. Know, I Give it I to us. Get it all out there at the, in the moment. I don't really have any final thoughts. Like I said, I did enjoy talking to Mr. Castro. I enjoyed his perspective. I liked that he I liked that he joined later. I think that's a unique perspective yeah. that not a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that there's something to be learned from that. So I enjoyed that conversation. And I agree. I, I personally agree that being in Good physical health is part of the professional standard for law enforcement. And with any job, you pick it and you agree to the terms of it. And I sure. think that should be one of the terms of it. Whereas other other um, professions have different terms. And so if you don't agree to the terms, then pick a different job. Go into more depth about that. But I think being in good physical health, that you don't have to be jacked. You don't have to like be able to run forever. But you have to pick something um, and be able to do it well physically to be in this type of job. And so I think that's just part of the, the professional standards. I like that. Hey, by the way, Smee's rocking like extracted shirt and an extracted hat. Like, could you get like more could you get is. more extracted right now? Like, Look, are you so freaking kidding? All right. Okay, seriously, but enough from you, lady. Yeah, that's yeah, it. you've had enough. My final thought is you should take your physical. Okay, I thought she was done. As, oh, good. Good. as serious as you take your own. All right, love it. Love it. Now. Let's get the final thoughts from the one, the only. Let's give them the bird. Mm. I can't this wait. This is gonna be deep. This I gonna can't be deep. wait. I'm I'm in my feelings <laughs> from Greg Dust coming in. I'm I'm a couple of whiskeys in. No, first off, I want it to be known that I think that majority I just don't want the law enforcement to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. And obviously the media does not portray that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to get that note across that, hey, that, that, uh, edit this out, that douchebag who's just not being real cool on a stop. We can keep douchebag in. All right, cool. It's in. Uh, if he's, you know, just being a real D-bag on the stop, just know that there's, multiple people who respect the crap out of you guys and that um 
the reason why you never encounter them is because we do respect you. We respect the law. We respect you guys in enforcing it. So I just want you to know that, like, um, it sucks because you guys do encounter those all the time. Yeah. And it's the and the individuals who do respect you, you never encounter them because I, do, I respect the law and I respect what you guys do. So, hey, and Greg, you the man. Your unit. Um, I love what you stand for, and I couldn't back in uh, anymore. You got you're all you're all in. You're all you're, in. I'm all in on Greg. Percent on Greg. Greg is the man. So that's my final thoughts. And love it. And just know we respect respect the crap out of you guys. Love that. Real quick, final thought. Uh, no, this is not final thought. This is not. Can you hear the crickets in the background on our headphones? I almost had a different it's like we're, a it, good it's, vibe. Got a, I'm vibing from it. We're just in the middle. Of yeah, that is our vibe. That is the the highways. Yeah, we're one with nature. Got. If you can't hear the crickets in the background, then now listen. I just had to like really. Oh my God. Cicadas? Is that? I thought those are no. That's those are cicadas. Oh, there's cicadas. There's I don't know. That's how much one with nature we are. No, I did. I was. I heard it. Hey, we were listen. And I was like, "Ooh, is that going to be a problem?" I'm like, "No, I think that's, it's good." That's, that's, in, there. that's in there. Cicadas are the one that you know fly around. And you got to shoot with a shotgun. They're basically like birds. Yeah, whatever you want to shoot them with. All right. Final thought. Um, I appreciate everybody. This is the greatest job on the face of the planet. I don't care what anybody says. We have a front row seat to the greatest show on earth. And though it may not be much, we get paid a decent wage to do it. So keep on keeping on. Everybody stay safe. Thanks for listening. And peace. That's showbiz, baby.